Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Morant pushes the tempo into the front court, spins around an Adam screen, goes into the body of Whiteside, floats it up and in anyway, and Morant gets the hoop, doesn't get the harm. Pick and roll comes to get Bogdanovich on to Morant. He drives, Gobert cuts him off and blocks the shot. Picked up by O'Neal. O'Neal to the front court. O'Neal going coast to coast, flares to bogey for a three. Donovan drives in the lane, off balance, throws to bogey. Four on the clock, hot, corner, step back three. Boyan Bogdanovich is marvelous. Here comes Morant across half court. Conley guards him. He attacks in the lane. Throws it back out. Jackson for the lead. It's good. 5.7 seconds left. Timeout Jazz. Memphis leads. Morant downhill at Conley to the bucket. Jumps it out. Jackson. Three for the lead. Bring it up. Put three on the board. Oh, what a driving kick. And the Grizz are up by one. 119-118. What a turn of events in Salt Lake City. Yes, what a turn of events in Salt Lake City. The Jazz had a six-point lead. They gave up a 7-0 run. They turned the ball over. They gave up multiple offensive rebounds. They fouled multiple times. And they didn't know the time and score. Well, Rudy especially. As he just pointed out in the previous segment, it was a two-point game, and he gave up a three-pointer. That was the only way they could lose, and they did it, and they did lose. A long series of mistakes with the game on the line. That was the only way they could lose in regulation. Right. Uh, I grant you. Yeah, I don't know what Gobert was doing. Two things that really bothered me was Gobert was in no man's land. He was on the other side of the key mm-hmm. for Morant, and you leave a three-point shooter open, which Jackson is to a good degree, but it's like uh, I read a stat on uh, bringing the infield in. A 300-hitter becomes a 400-hitter. You leave a halfway decent three-point shooter wide open where his feet are set and, and it's like a you know a, a warm-up type of three, their percentages are going to go way up. Absolutely. And that yeah. seriously bothered me. And he was in no man's land. Go defend Moran if you want, but stay by Jackson. Where were you, What were you doing? And then the end there, the last five seconds, what was that? What play was that? Have stand around, no screens, no double screens, no staggers, no nothing, and then Joe's got to find somebody, Mitchell, and Mitchell's running away from the basket. I thought he was going to run up the tunnel. What was he, Kawhi Leonard against uh, Philadelphia? There, he was going to run till he had no more space and turn around and throw up a three in a corner. I mean, that was a poorly designed play. And if you're going to go one on one, why isn't Clarkson in? Isn't he the best one on one player? Do you rather have O'Neal or Clarkson in that situation? Now, double check. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure that's what what the lineup was. I would have to double check. But I mean, no I know play? everyone knows Nothing? they're going to Donovan at the end, and I suppose they didn't bring the screen because they were afraid to bring the double team and force it out of his hands. Well, see, but I don't know basketball create, that well, but that could create an open shot for somebody else. So and then, I just it shouldn't have come down to that. again, Yak. That's it why he's in not. the Hall of Fame right it there. Should not have come down to that. Look at that. The fouls, the turnover, the offensive rebounds. Yeah, you go. I'm just gonna sit back. So many mistakes. Yeah, I mean you're a Hall of Famer now. Keep going. Jazz lose to the Grizzlies. Another home loss. Don't stop. <laughs> Sing it, PK. Desmond Bain knows the Jazz thought about drafting him and didn't. He likes to kick their butt every time he shows up. It's not like he's... It's 
first cousin to the you traded me and gave up on me and now I'll come back and light you up. It's you passed me over in the draft and you could have had me. Yeah, there, were, there was, I think, three or four other teams, though. Does he do the same to them? Why the Jazz? Well, it got public with the Jazz. I don't know with the others. Maybe he does. I don't know. I mean, is he Rudy Gobert wearing 27 trying to hold everybody accountable? So you think Azubuke over Bain was a bad pick? It's not working out so far. And see, that's why you're a Hall of Famer, because you can't offend. That pick sucked. What the <laughs> hell were they thinking? <laughs> see, that's why they I don't, don't get size. nothing, and you're everybody's buddy. Yeah. Because that pick's not working out, versus that, that pick, pick sucked. sucked. <laughs> Desmond Bain, 28 Repeat points. Repeat after PK. <laughs> Four of eight from three points. Uh, Gave up a, they started the game by giving up a turnover and transition, and Bain hits a three. That was a it's bad like, draft. That was uh, They had three second-round picks, and none of them were players. Lou Dort was out there. But, I mean, it's tough to single out the Jazz because... Uh, Everybody passed on Lou Dort, including yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah, and then other teams passed on Bain. Because I think it was Azubuki uh, 26 and Bain was 30. You have to double-check that, but I think that's uh, close to where it was. And in this world of three-point shooting, oh, my gosh, he could have had that kid. I don't know if he would have developed like he has in Memphis. And then you're thinking, uh, what's-his-face? Brooks from Oregon is out. Oh, that's an advantage. No, Bain goes for his career high. (laughs) Turns out to be a disadvantage. He probably doesn't get anywhere near that if Brooks is playing, but if Brooks has got a hammy, I think. As of week, went 27. 27. And then uh, Lakers and Toronto... Jade McDaniels, Malachi Flynn. Have to check and see if those okay, picks really light up the Lakers in were, Toronto. We're traded. Jazz are back in action tomorrow night. Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. Tip off a set for six o'clock on AT&T Sportsnet. Hashtag NBA. Johnson's got it for Brooklyn. He'll move into the front court, put on the brakes, gives to Durant. The foul line, stumbling in the paint, left hand scoop, and it's good for KD. And the Nets take a 106-105 lead. Here's the Hornets. LaMelo using a Gordon Hayward screen, and he's perfect from 25 feet, near side wing. The three is good. Back-to-back threes for LaMelo. Two straight, I should say, and the Hornets lead by six. Sends out top to Allen, rifles it over to Connaughton. Connaughton unloads from three and rattles it through. It's beautiful right now. Beautiful He's right got now. a future in TV. Yep. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Highlights around the NBA. The Suns win again, 13 straight. They actually had some of the same issues the Jazz did. They had a big lead. They're up 11 with 2.46 to go. They made a mess of it down the stretch, but they were up three, not two, when they were confronted with a jump ball, and they didn't lose the jump ball. They won it. And they win by four. They hold off the Spurs 115-111. So, a few parallels, but the Suns do just enough right to get out of there with yet another win, 13 in a row. Yeah, I don't think the Jazz are going to finish with the number one seed in the West. It's not how it's trending right now. Do you think they're even going to finish with the number two seed in the West right now? Well, there's no difference between two and three as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, uh, I'd have to double-check that. Probably not. 76ers beat the Kings. The coaching change is... Changed nothing so far. Alan Gentry's debut in Sacramento, 102-94 to Philadelphia. The Bucks trying to dig out of an early season hole. They had some injuries early. They had issues. A determined Giannis Antetokounmpo talking about how they're going to turn things around and 
They're on a little bit of a roll right now. They're back over 500. They blow out the Magic 123-92. to Celtics get the gimme of the year. They beat the Rockets, who are sitting on one win. Everybody's beating the Rockets. Celtics win 108-90. to Who'd they beat? I don't know, but I can check that for you. I'm so shrewd, Yawk. Thank me later. <laughs> Why? Because you distracted me for a second? You won't bug them during the break. Oh, I'm checking right now. They beat the Thunder. Now I can bug you during the break. Sorry, Yawk. The Re- Thunder... Reason why I bring my headphones. The Thunder... We'll play the Jazz Wednesday. They lost to Atlanta, 113-101. Trey Young went for 30 in that one. LeBron James suspended for a game. Isaiah Stewart for two games for the roles in the on-court tussle they had Sunday. James will miss a game tonight in New York. Going to Madison Square Garden, but not happening. He's out. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Right elbow, pass over the top. Holmgren catches and makes it look so easy. Goes up, throws down a two-handed dunk. Zags head the other way, and it's Holmgren who hits the three. The drive in the dish. Chet's second made three of the game. Oh, there's a turnover. Boogie Ellis the other way. Boogie Ellis left-hand layup is going to go home. Goodwin turnaround flip shot. That one gets a roll. Chavez Goodwin is now six of seven from the field. He has a dozen. College basketball, Dixie State loses to USC. UVU crushes Idaho, 83-45. And Gonzaga routing Central Michigan, 107-54. Tuning up for big games with UCLA and Duke. Getting in their big non-conference schedule. Okay, the UC Los Angeles game is tonight at 8 o'clock on ESPN. And I am going to be watching that. I mean, that's one versus two if that matters for you. I've seen both of these teams play already two or three times this year. Uh, so I'm, and I, it's not like it has lasting implications, but it's a fun game two nights before Thanksgiving and the Jazz aren't playing. BYU into the top 25, ranked number 18. Who Off leaves first? Start. Who leaves first, Pope or Sataki? Well, the calendar gives Kalani the advantage. He'll get first crack at it here in the next couple weeks. Where's BYU put their foot down? See, we've got our brethren. You're our guys. Here's the cash. And we're not going to allow this to happen. We're going to keep these two. We're going to ride them in the Big 12. If you believe... That BYU sports, particularly those two sports, really are missionary tools. And if you want to believe it, I have no problem with you believing it. Whatever your beliefs are, you're not hurting anybody, I'm fine with them. Then you've got to pay up. And that's just not talking about raising their individual salaries. There's much more that goes into it than that. Their assistance, the program, the recruiting budget, the facilities have to be top-notch, everything across the board. SUU's taking on Yale in the Fort Myers tip-off today. SUU making little news. Cal can't count. Cheated him out of free throws with 14 minutes left in the game. They made him. They didn't get credit for him. Didn't get credit for one. For one, yes. One of the two. And the game ends up going double overtime. There's 14 minutes left when they messed up. DJ and PK. 
Hashtag NFL. One back set. Godwin in motion. Play action. Fake a pass on the right side. Caught ball a little low. Inside the 10. Five, three, two. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. What a play and a pass to Godwin. The touchdown is good. And the cannons are firing early on a Monday night. Cameron Brady will be a slot receiver left. Here's Brady dropping, looking. Throws a dart. Caught ball. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans. Tampa Bay beating the Giants 30-10 to in a week that had a lot of division leaders getting beat. The Bucs avoid that. They get the win. Tom Brady throws for 307 yards and two touchdowns. Daniel Jones throws a horrible interception. And the Giants hang around for a while, but Tampa Bay blows it open th- early third quarter, and that was the end of that. Taysom Hill has a new contract in New Orleans. Pay him $40 million over the next four years if he remains in his current role in which he's the backup quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, does some special teams. However, the deal will be worth up to $95 million if Hill becomes the Saints' starting quarterback over the next four years. The deal includes $22.5 million in guarantees. Wow, man, is he the richest backup ever? Good for him. Trying to think of backups who got a gazillion dollars. Matt Flynn, if you remember him going to Green Bay. Yeah, but it seems like this is his second one. But Matt Flynn wasn't expected to be a backup. That's a good point. He was expected to be a starter, yeah. I mean, they've had that, too. And then the other guy, uh, well, Jimmy G and and some other guys. There's another quarterback, too. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, like Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb. Oh, Matt Castle. Matt Castle was the one I was thinking of, yeah. He's made a lot of money in that right. castle bit. But they expected them to step up, and they didn't. Whereas Hill, he was paid even if he doesn't step up. I mean, that's awesome. That's great. I, I would I would actually try to find a position for him and get more out of him. I think he has way more to give. I think they're underutilizing him, and it's no longer a cute story. If he's going to be that good a receiver and let him have more snaps as a receiver. He's awesome. He's a one yeah. heck of an athlete. We all know that. But I don't. I'd try to get him as a full time player, even if he bounces around to different positions, but still be a full time player without a singular designated position. If that makes but sense. But look down and see that he has more snaps. Yeah. On the field, wherever it is, even if it's multiple places. Jeez, I'd put him on both sides of the ball. What position couldn't he play? Well, they're not letting him start, and they're 5-5. Five and five. They were 3-1 and one when he started last year, which I know isn't the biggest sample size, but they're 5-5 five and five right now. So you're what saying they they're 500? What do they have to lose game. by giving him a shot? A ball game. They're losing ball games anyway. So you're questioning Sean Payton. I am. You're so bold, questioning Sean Payton 3,000 miles away. Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield fired back at fans who booed him and his teammates multiple times Sunday telling reporters those are probably the same fans that won't be quiet while we're on offense and trying to operate. So don't really care. Yeah, that's good. I mean, get into nonsense with the fans. I mean, that's going to really help you in your opportunities to be successful. I mean, you look at all the great quarterbacks. They've always gotten into verbal scuffles with the They really haven't. (laughs) They really haven't. It's another issue. It's another distraction. And the people who are booing him will probably just boo him louder. They're fans. And so you're expecting them to be logical? Get out of town. They're emotional. Once you invest emotion in it, a lot of times logic goes out the window. DJ PK. Hashtag college football. 
UMass hires Arizona defensive coordinator Don Brown as their new head coach. Brown led UMass when they were at the FC level, FCS level, 2004 to 2008. They went 43 and 19 over five seasons. So. Well, that's good. They've sucked. And he's a well-known defensive coordinator, so it's a blow for Arizona, although he will coach in the Territorial Cup. Correct. He's a Massachusetts native. Uh, yes, and so uh, it's a little bit of a blow to Arizona, but those things happen. And if you're, you're going to count on your assistants to be with you the entire time, you're the fool. Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, now the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Of course, you can bet on that at Caesars, Caesars Sportsbook. I'll That's put in 20 a on minus it. 220. Now that I'm free to bet, I'm going crazy. <laughs> Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, second at plus Tread lightly. 175. You didn't put any money on it. Just making a joke. There's no chance you're betting on the Heisman Trophy winner. That's the one bet I would make. Uh, no, I'm not. I have not. But yeah, I mean, he's just thrown like 9,000 touchdown passes in the last quarter. And that, <laughs> that'll get you the Heisman Trophy. And before we get off college football, in the Los Angeles Times, the paper of record on the West Coast, uh, forgive me, San Francisco Chronicle, headline, headline, USC coaching search, heat check, Matt Campbell and Kyle Whittingham gaining steam. I'm reading it right there with my very eyes. Jay Brady McCullough wrote this Tuesday, November 23rd, posted at 4.30 a.m. Not sure if that's East Coast. I don't know if they do like BYU TV or what. So I'm not sure of that 4.30, which time zone it's in. But I'm just reading it right here. USC coaching search, heat check, Matt Campbell and Kyle Whittingham gaining steam. And one of the leading columnists in the state is going to publish something today that talks about Kyle Whittingham's retirement. That'd be me. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not buying the LA Times stuff. They list as uh, they've got, they've had this several times. Uh... Sort of like an internet thing. I don't even know if it's in the actual print edition. It's a internet thing yeah. where they just they check in like it seems like weekly, yeah. right? Right. Hot is Dave Aranda from Baylor, uh, a local guy, and Baylor's having a great season. Warm. Uh, moving up, Matt Campbell, which I just said he's at Iowa State, obviously. Uh, medium, Luke Fickle, Cincinnati. New to Heat Check. He's making his first appearance in the Heat Check poll. Kyle Whittingham. This is Whittingham's a proven program builder. Uh, let's see. I included the Pac-12's best coach high in my initial list of 13 candidates in the day Helton was fired. And then he went, they went one and two, and they got caught up in that, as if that mattered. That seems like 10 years ago, doesn't it? Uh... There are other reasons I'm not convinced Whittingham is a perfect fit, and he goes about his age. Uh, Namely, his offensive scheme does not accentuate the kind of skill talent that must thrive at USC. But if Bone, who's the athletic director, can't get one of the above trio, he would be smart to give Whittingham a call. See, I totally disagree that Whittingham's offensive philosophy would not accentuate. what When SC had it going on, what did they do? They ran the ball, they ran the ball, and then they go Single big back. on a play-action pass. Yeah. 
So that's what they were doing under Pete Carroll. And if you go further back than that, they just ran the ball, ran the ball, and they never needed the play-action pass because they were hitting everybody in the mouth all game long and winning. Student body right, Yeah. student body left. So he's talking about this group under Harrell, but I assume Harrell will be gone. Be up to the new head coach. Uh, yeah, and, and he's been he's been a candidate of getting uh, jobs or a potential head right. Well, it's what too. we just saw with with Don Brown. That mm-hmm. you're you're a highly thought of coordinator. You got a link somewhere else. You know somebody where you yeah, used yeah. to be. And their offense has been fine this year. Uh, it's all the other issues, and, uh, but yeah, I, I think that I don't think Kyle will take the job. I think he's going to be here a few more years. Some people talking this year. I personally don't think this year. Maybe next year, the year after, uh, and then he's going to go live a great life, and uh, he already does. But I would disagree with that offensive philosophy, man. SC's glory days were right in his wheelhouse. Are right in his wheelhouse. Tavion Thomas. Who was Tavion Thomas? Now he's going to be the next NFL back. And he was bouncing around looking for a home. Yeah, we didn't even talk about him until like August 15th. And he couldn't stay on the field games one, two, and three. Yeah, but how about four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten? That's when he got his 17 touchdowns and broke the school <laughs> record. <laughs> he didn't do it. That's not 17 touchdowns in 11 games. Look at his stats. There's... Solid three or four games. Gotcha. But the fumbleitis, that is old news. Everything's old news that ailed that program it's back in September. Touchdowns for BYU. BYU ought to be grateful they're not playing them now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Buster Posey, comeback player of the year, the Giants catcher Trey Mancini for the Orioles. This baseball well, continues to well, dish out awards. Mancini had cancer, and Buster did. He sat out last season. Hence, uh, he came back. I know, but it it's not a real comeback. Yeah, it's you not, need to have like surgery. Or right, something, right, right. I mean, this this man had cancer. That, for, that's for, a comeback. Yeah, stage three cancer for Baltimore. Maybe. Yeah, but po- Buster Posey. I'll see you in Cooperstown in five years. And speaking of Cooperstown, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, Ryan Howard, Tim Lincecum, among 13 first-time candidates on the Hall of Fame ballot. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling making their final appearances. You get 10 well, shots at getting in the Hall of Fame. Before it goes to the Veterans Committee. Yes. But uh, Schilling got all pissed last year. I don't see how he's not a Hall of Famer. And I know his politics are out there. Uh, it's not, nothing that I would do, but I, I think But he his is. role on two World Series champions, Multiple including World a legendary. Two World Championships teams, teams more than yes. two. Uh, yeah, the bloody sock and all. He's a, such a big game pitcher, man. Yeah, he was. he's a strange cat. I'll give you that. Uh, Shadow Mountain High. Baseball is such a numbers-driven, you know, these are the standards. But the game's changed so much, and... Now, it was changing when he was pitching. I think this is going to be more of an issue for the guys who are pitching now than the guys who were pitching 10 years ago. But you're not going to win as many games if they pull you after yeah, five innings. And about that. You're not going to strike out as many guys. And if you got a game, who are you giving a ball to, man? Well, obviously, people gave it to Kurt Schilling, and he won them because they won World Series. Yeah. But if Clemens and Bonds aren't in, I don't see how Ortiz and A-Rod are getting in. Agreed. 
And I, I, I well, want these guys in if for no other reason to go listen to their speeches. And I, <laughs> and I wonder if they will leave it to the Veterans Committee or, hey, we didn't want to vote for you. We wanted to make you wait. But we see what your numbers are. We can pretty much pinpoint where you started, eh, fine. started using steroids and you were going to make it anyway. And millions of guys did. Agreed. And, but with these guys, we know they were going to make it anyway. Bonds had a Hall of Fame career before his home runs went off the charts. He had a Hall of Fame career in high school. When he and was, in college with your son, though. He was identified from day one, literally. Yes. I'd put them all in and then put that's part of their story. And they have to address that. You can't just totally ignore it. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. No job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, question of the day on the way. After the Jazz loss last night, we will get to the Jazz defeat and what they've got to turn around. Frank Dolce is here to talk youth football at 8 o'clock. Dylan Cauley, former Cougar wide receiver, is here at 9 o'clock to talk BYU, DJ, and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Cougars hit the road for their final game of the regular season as they look to stay undefeated against Pac-12 opponents with a game in the Coliseum against USC. Catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday with the postgame show immediately following the game. Monday morning to the post-game press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text AIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. As I just play with my locks, I'd be upset if I lost my hair. I might have a beautiful head of hair, that's for sure. They can't take that away from me. They don't honor me like they do you every third day. But I know I've got my hair. And nobody could ever... Take that away from you. No. Or shave it off. No. And I don't even color it. It's just stayed natural of my youth. (laughs) It's not of your youth. Well, that's because you've shortened it. Actually, uh, my youth, I was more blonde. I've seen the photo. I agree. Yeah. Changed brown as I got older. That dark red on women, I think that's hot. (laughs) Okay, good for you. (laughs) Segment is off to an interesting start. Yak, we've often said that the 7 o'clock listener doesn't know what PK is like in the 9 o'clock hour, but they're starting to get a taste of it. Yep. I'm just saying, man. I just like that color, man. I just love the stream of consciousness, man. <laughs> well, you were bringing up the hair. I know. Thing, I know. So and sometimes we have a plan and it. we execute the plan. And sometimes you grab the wheel and away we go. <laughs> Off to entertainment land. We still got time for the plan. Absolutely. Go ahead. Anything this is else? planned radio. Any, any, <laughs> anything else you'd like to say about your, your golden locks of your youth? I support planned radio. <laughs> you got to put that photo out there. 
What photo? One you seventeen years old and the full head of hair, it's, shoulder uh, length. It's the little thing on Instagram. It's there. Go to Instagram, people. It'll it'll the little <laughs> thing in the laugh. corner there. It's yeah. there. Little avatar. There it is. I think that's the one I use. I don't really do social media that much, but uh, it's there. It's out there. PK and his glorious youth. It'll and blow actually, your mind. I've just gotten it cut. Because it had been longer. <laughs> yeah, it was the day after high school graduation. So because of the graduation. Got it all trimmed up so you look good for the photos and all that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So it was still very long by today's standards for sure, but it was was cut. I used to get my hair cut twice a year, every six months. Save the money, let the locks flow. I don't know if it was to save the money, 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I did pay for my own. My parents never did any of that. They didn't have the money. But it was just the way it was back then. Question of the day, as opposed to PK's hair. Why can't the Utah Jazz play consistently well? Yeah, it's dogging them. Without question. You were gunning for 31-5 and five yes. at home. Yeah, well, that and seems that's, gone. Yeah, they're 6-3. and three. And they only had the five home losses last year. Now they didn't play as many home games. No. But it was still ballpark. Yeah, yeah, I raised my expectations. Now, I'm not, I'm not jumping off any roofs or panic button or any of that stuff, but the fact is right now, a month into the season, they're, they're not playing consistent ball. That is not debatable. After yeah. the home losses to Indiana and Memphis. Yeah. It was a nice 7-1 and one start, but they've gone 4-5 and five in the last nine games. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's sort of spinning wheels right now. And losing home games is unacceptable. I mean, it's not no need to just make outrageous wholesale claims or changes or any of that stuff. But it's about accountability and having laser focus. But it's an interesting thing, laser focus. You know, we hear that expression. Because can you have the laser focus that you need in postseason in November? Not really. Do you need it? No. Do you want it? Yeah. You absolutely want it. And you're a little jealous because you see two other teams have it. Mm-hmm. The Warriors, yeah. a two-loss team out of the gate. We're getting to Thanksgiving here. That's very impressive. They're rolling. And the Suns? Stumbled in the first four games and then have been perfect, 13 in a row. So you want what they got. You want to be the best in the West. You want to go to the NBA Finals. You want to win the championship. And you got two teams that are clearly playing at a higher right, level. Right, but being the best in the West, uh, it, it pales in comparison to winning the Western Conference. Every team in the history of the NBA in the West would take winning the Western Conference over the number one seed. There's no doubt about that, obviously. So you can't really compare the two. It's a nice goal. It's a nice achievement. It's good to have in your back pocket. But it's like having a high draft pick. If you don't cash in on that draft pick, the draft pick doesn't matter. You know. So if you have the number one seed and you go out in the second round, the number one seed doesn't matter. It's the exact same thing. I could be drafting third and draft some stiff, or I could be drafting third or and draft Dwayne Wade or, or, or Michael Jordan or somebody, and I've got a Hall of Fame player. So just because you have something, if you don't take advantage of it, it doesn't really matter. So I'm not so caught up in the number one seed. I'm caught up in the moment 
of the inconsistency. And you can never take anything for granted. And you think that, well, they'll turn it on. Okay, I can think that. But do I know that? Can I guarantee that? I can't. Because they're healthy now, too. Right? No one's hurt. The Jazz were healthy. The Jazz were rested and had the day off. Memphis was coming in back-to-back. Again. On the road, a 500 team. Seems like we've had this story. Well, deja vu here. And you can't blame the schedule. It, you know, the Miami loss or the Orlando, you know, seven cities in, in four and a half hours and all this BS that we just make excuses for these guys as to why they lose. All right. What excuse you got now? Oh, the, the inadvertent whistle. That's the reason? We're going to go to that? Only have asked about it. The offensive rebounds were the issue. The turnovers were the issue. Even for the offensive problems they had, they scored 118 points, and that ought to win an NBA game. They're good enough defensively to make 118 a winning number, and it wasn't. They could have done better on multiple possessions, including the last one. Oh, yeah. But 118 ought to win a game. Well, just like anything in these situations, there's several things that you can point to. And Quinn Snyder went right down the checklist in his post game, uh, as he, you know, most coaches will do. He doesn't make excuses. Uh, he didn't want to hear it. Uh, and you know, you can't you can't really point to A as if A is the overwhelming, uh, overriding thing because there's B, C, and D also, and maybe they're not as big of a glaring issues but they're still issues and if you lose a one point ball game you know it's probably 50 plays you can look at uh, accounting both sides of the court but the fact is they're just not playing consistent ball there's times in games they're even lacking consistency I'm just I'm not sure to what level of alarm I should have I can come on here and make bodacious statements but you know I gotta have some credibility I want to screw around and make the bodacious statements but when we're talking serious I'm, I'm not sure to what level you know if, if, if I put it on a scale of 1 to 10 f- folks you can answer because we're all fans here what is your level where do you put your level of concern I mean I certainly don't put it as a, a 9 or a 10 but I, I don't would, put it at a 1 or 2 either I was debating 6 or 7 because it's not just them making mistakes and losing games that we think are very winnable. It's the fact there's already two other teams in the West who seem like they are really on point right now. Yeah, good for them. They got it going on. And the Jazz don't have to play the prettiest basketball or perfect basketball or the best basketball as long as they play the winningest basketball and they look like the team that can come out of the West. That's ultimately all that matters. But, you know, the Suns have been there. They don't. Suns have done it. And the Warriors basically, without a trade, are getting a major addition somewhere around the trade deadline. Yep. So they've got a trade, even though they don't have to make a trade. Because they're going to bolster their ball club with the return of Thompson at some point. Uh, so that's scary to, to think about that. And that doesn't even count LeBron. Or as you call him, James. 
<laughs> I can never call him James. It just doesn't make just, James. Who's James? Harden? <laughs> uh, I just think of LeBron. But, you know, what, what are they going to do? They have pedigree, at least to the top two guys. They do. Rondo's got it a little bit. Uh, so, you know, you have to be concerned. And, the, and then if Denver should ever find its health, you have to be concerned. So that, that's four teams right there. Uh, so I have a level of alarm. I don't know where to put it on the scale. There's still 65 games to go. So there is a long way to go, but they should be better yeah, than I mean, this. basically it's have not, two college seasons left. Right. It, you, they're not passing the eyeball test. They don't look as good as they looked last year. They're already two games. And, and Quinn's teams don't usually start fast, but they usually get better. We're past this, the point of start, though, aren't I, we? Agree. We're coming up on a quarter of the season in the books. So, yeah, it's not really the start. They're two games behind where they were last year at this point. Are they? And last year they had those, you know, 10-game win streak, lose a game, win another 9 or 10. Which is fine. Yeah, they had a phenomenal stretch. Plenty good enough. You give me that. I'm still waiting for the 17-3 and three stretch. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. On paper, it looked like we were probably in it. And then it turns out we're not. No. Which is part of the disappointment this morning for Jazz fans getting yeah. up and turning on the radio. This is going to be a miserable Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't think it is for you. <laughs> I don't think teams winning and losing determines your Thanksgiving mood. No, but I was I, I was miffed in the moment. Yeah. Last night. I get that. They were all miffed after the game. I thought everything they said after the game was right. It was just like you needed that, you know, 30 or 60 minutes ago. Yeah, and I think most pros do that. They know. Yeah, I don't think most, most pros not a are mystery. not prone to make excuses. It's everybody around them who loves them dearly. The local media who wants them to win so bad tend to be softer. But I don't, I don't, I don't think the players and the coaches in most situations are looking well. It was you know seven days in ten cities or whatever it was. I, I just don't think they buy that. They, what they will do, as Joe, and Joe said this last week, and I, and I totally believe this, is the other guys have talent to be in the NBA and because of that any given like Bain I don't know how many times he's going to go for what do you have 28 how many times is he going to do that but but he's going to have some 20 point games and on the nights he does Memphis is going to be pretty good yeah it's always amazing to me how these guys are paid enormous amounts of money to go through these drafts and research it to the nth degree and then Bain drops to what 28 or something Whatever he no, was. No, he dropped to 30. To 30? Yeah. Yeah. And it's looking like, okay, man, he's a player. What did he miss? It always reminds me of, of my many years spent at the racetrack and the, the daily racing form. And somebody comes up and is, uh, is you know, 17 to 1 and he wins. And then you look at all the, the people who are way into it. They're just examining the racing form. What did I miss? What's going on here? What's happening? Uh, and I was in it to up to my eyeballs and knew a lot of the the trainers and the jocks and all that stuff at that point way back when when I was living in Arizona and it was always fascinating 
to to try to explain it. And some things just you can't explain. And how does Bain last that long? E- even among experts, nothing nothing is guaranteed. It's not a science. It's what which makes it so fascinating all the time how these players develop. And the Jazz have certainly have their share of guys who've developed that were missed upon, certainly. I mean, they've benefited way more than they have lost. They missed on those Azubuki versus Bain, but nevertheless, their score, they've succeeded way more than they failed in that. But it stings when he comes in For and sure. starts hitting threes yeah, right from the get-go, and you think, oh, he's going to have a night. Yep. Yeah, he did. Good, Good for him, man. All right, DJ and PK, Frank Dolce is talking Utah football in 20 minutes right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. James Empey, BYU Center. Tell me a little bit more about Tyler Algier. Still bizarre to me that this guy was a linebacker a couple years ago. I remember his first year came in, he was playing running back, and they wanted to try him out on uh, defense a little bit, and he was making plays and, and running around the field, and I think he sees the game really well, and he has a good feel for what's going on, a lot of intuition there. And then towards the end of that year, they're like, well, we're thin at running back again. Hey, do you want to come back? And he comes back, and he's running people over. He's running out of his shoes. He's making moves. He's, he's doing a lot. So ever since day one, he's just progressed and gotten better and has earned everything he's been given and and has shown why you know he deserves to be on the field and why he deserves the carries that he's getting and he makes the o-line look really good what kind of a show is this catch hans olsen and scotty g every day from noon to three on 97.5 1280 the zone powered by kslsports.com Visit the Ford Fan Zone on Level 6 at the next Utah Jazz game where there are free Papa Shot games, cornhole and foosball tables. Enjoy incredible city and mountain views while relaxing, enjoying food and drink, taking in the game and socializing with friends. Jazz will be back home to face the Pelicans Friday and Saturday. Same opponent, consecutive nights. Doesn't happen very often, but it's going to happen Friday and Saturday. They're they're must wins. Must wins Mm -hmm. because the Pelicans are terrible and the Jazz need to get on a roll. They don't win both games. I'm not shaving until February. It's going to go Grizzly Adams, Mountain Man, Tom Hanks and Castaway. Let it grow. Nah, I can't do that. I'm not a hairy dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. You just heard uh, Kyle Whittingham right there talk about guys walking as juniors. But it's not definitive. And he got quizzed on that in the press conference, and he did not want to go there. He's like, no, I don't want to put any guys on the spot. We'll, well see. Well, how does he know? Guys are still making up their mind. He doesn't know for sure. And as he said, we'll welcome him back, because obviously that would be his best players. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I think he's welcoming back, a junior who might go to the NFL could yeah. be a pretty good player. Right, but there could be, the way I look at it, if you're Devin Lloyd, Goodbye. And everyone else says, thank you, Devin. Yes, that would make a lot of sense. Right, there's no animosity. No one one has any doubt. is Devin is held up as an example inside the program. That's, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, I think he's a first-round pick. To me, he, uh, if I had a vote today, I'd vote him Defensive Player of the Year, and I'd vote Cam Rising Offensive Player of the Year in the conference. Uh, And not... Based on stats, based on winning, although Lloyd has his stats, rising uh, just his leadership and his ability to make a play when play is needed. Uh, but if I look at him, Lloyd, he's gone. Uh, if I'm 
it's different in the, you know in the NBA with you know where you're going to be picked. Because to me, if you're picked in the first four rounds in the NFL, you you should go, especially someone like Nick Ford. You're an offensive lineman. Somebody can roll up on you in an instant, and you can have a major injury. So, and you're going to go to you're certainly going to go to. I think you're going to the Rose Bowl myself, but uh, at least you're going to win the division, and uh, so you go out on a high note. And you will have won Guy LaFord, who's been starting for several years. You know, he's won three divisions. Uh, so those types could go. Uh, I, I think if you're sort of a, a, a bench player, I guess, not getting a whole lot of time, and you've graduated, you got your degree, it's probably, you know, get on with it because it's a major commitment and you want to get going with your life. I understand like that. Covey's talked about it. Uh, does he really want to be 26, 27 years old still playing college football? I mean, you had a phenomenal run. Uh, so if he if he wants to come back, great, take advantage of it. But if he doesn't, I understand. The kid's going to be wildly successful no matter what. And if he wants to try the NFL, yeah. And, and, go, and everybody and their dog is going to root for him. to make it, the, the most... Passionate, I hate you, Utah BYU fan is going to root for Britton Covey to have to make an NFL team. I would think. How do you not? How do you not? He's one of our own here, man. Born and bred in this state, and so he didn't. He chose to come here rather than there. Whoop de do. Uh, but a small kid like that, that would be so fun to see. Brent Keithy. If I'm Keithy, yes. What What more are you going to accomplish at the collegiate level? Uh, and, and, you know, unless you're having the time of your life and you just feel like this is, I just don't want to pass this up, which some dudes do. I mean, you know, Liner did it that year at SC. Van Horn came back for his senior year. He obviously could have gone to the NFL or the NBA, I mean. So these are all personal decisions, and, and I support but that's, every but one that's of them. that's four guys that we would not find surprising. And Kyle's basically saying, well, there's going to be five to seven guys. Now, maybe he already knows going or leaving. There's the 10 seniors and 15 to 17 will walk. So that says five to seven guys. <laughs> this is not a graduation here. I mean, participate I know, in senior. That's day. what he said. <laughs> Do the walk. Uh, and maybe we should check some of these sophomores because the guy's redshirted. He could be draft eligible. A sophomore could go. I, yeah, but I don't even know who's who now. With it's all over the map yeah. with the bonus year, right? Right. It's so all I, over the map. I, I hardly ever remember with the, the LDS guys if they've gray shirted, red shirted missions, who's done what, and now they have this thing where you can play in four games and it counts as a red shirt. Uh, so uh, it's you, I need a program. Uh, yeah. To remember everybody, there, there are some other juniors who are good. I wouldn't think they would go, but sometimes guys surprise you when they go. But there are juniors Ooh. who are playing: uh, Nephi Sewell, Mika Tafua, um, Dalton Kincaid, Devin Kafusi, Cole Fotheringham are all juniors who are playing. I think they'll be back, but I don't know. Kyle just wasn't going to go down that road and let anyone fish for names. He got, I think, he got asked about Covey. Yeah, but I don't and, think they know, so how would he know? Right, he would only know ballpark. I mean, he made that clear, that even people who decide this is it for me, if they change their mind in a week, he just said he'd welcome them back. And suppose he decides this is it, and then it doesn't matter either way for him. See? But you don't think this is it for him. 
do not think this year is it. I could very well be wrong, but I do not think this year. Next year, you want to talk about it? Yeah. I trust your instincts on this, though. Yeah, I got to be careful. I'm sure you do. <laughs> he needs to announce it in his time frame, whatever he decides. And like everybody else, he gets to change his mind based on whatever happens going forward. Yeah, when he's on the field there Saturday night saying, this is the most fun I've ever had, doesn't sound like a guy to me who <laughs> no. wants to hang it up. No. Because I but, see no reason to think that they will be any less good next year than they are this year. Right. But earlier this year, he didn't look like he was having fun. It looked like the weight of the world was on his shoulders. But right. They've had he a looked lot. fatigued, and he let his hair grow. They've had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's stuff well, that I, I heard. <laughs> that, that's ver- I, didn't you hear uh, that, Yak? I yes. heard it. Yeah, we all heard that. I didn't make much of the hair, but... I know, but he that's looked, what we heard. I know, but he did look fatigued. Dude's a beatnik now, man. He's going to Big Sur. <laughs> and he's got those uh, San Luis Obispo roots there with his father and all. <laughs> I was going to say, there are some California dad roots coached there. there. So the family well, I think he went to school there. Yeah. Uh, Frank Dolce, coming up next. You insider, analyst for the Zone Sports Network. We'll see who he thinks might be staying and might be going and what the team might look like next year. We will talk with Frank next. Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver at 9 o'clock. Stay with us.